Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, there are plenty of hotels around the world with rooms boasting panoramic views, but Deep Sleep, a company in the UK, offers rooms with no view at all because they're in a former mine 1,300 feet below the earth. Mike Morris is operations manager at Deep Sleep. Afternoon, Mike. Hi, how are you doing? Now, first off, describe what it takes to actually get there. So to to get to deep sleep, it's it's not like your normal kind of uh, hotel that you rock up to and just uh, jump out your car and, and head on in and check in. Um, you've got a bit of a, a technical route to get down to deep sleep. So uh, to put it into perspective, what we our kind of our bread and butter at Go Below is we take people into abandoned slate mines and run adventurous trips with them. So we've got climbs, traverses abseils, zip wires, all sorts of scary stuff like that. And we take people on full days out underground for seven hours um, quite often. And, um, and that's what we, that's what we kind of do. So the, the deep sleep is actually at the bottom of the biggest slate mine in the world. So it's 1,375 feet below the surface. So getting there is slightly tricky and technical. Um, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not too bad, but you've got to, you've got to over some, overcome a few obstacles. We've got like decaying bridges that you've got to climb over. It's worth mentioning that you're always clipped into our safety system when, when you're doing this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, decaying bridges, little sort of tunnels, nothing too tight and squeezy, but you know, you have to duck under a few tunnels and things to, to get to where you need to be. Uh, there's flooded passengers with, uh, with pipes on that you've got to sort of balance along these pipes to get to, to get to the end of the flooded passage and a couple of little scrambles, some old miners stairways, all sorts of obstacles like that. So it's definitely a, an experience rather than just, like I say, rocking up to your hotel room. Yeah. And, and that's after you've hiked up Snowdonia to, to get to the point where you plunge inside the mountain. Um, and so yeah. in, in total, how much time generally does it take to get down to where the cabins are? So like you say, there's a bit of a walk up to the actual mine entrance to start with. It's a, it's a beautiful walk. It's really picturesque. There's a lovely, lovely lake up there. It's, it's really nice. So that'll take you about 45 minutes to an hour to get up to the top of the hill where the mine entrance is. And then you're talking another hour or so, depending on how quickly the group move, to get to the accommodation. So all in all, it's probably about two hours, sometimes even up to two and a half to get down to the accommodation. Yeah. So when you get down there... What do you see? Do they look like regular hotel rooms or or what do they look like? Well, no, they're not quite like the regular hotel rooms. So you'll um, you'll scramble down through this mine. Um, you'll get to the deepest accessible point, and you'll be confronted with this kind of eerie-looking big metal door. And um, you sort of swing that door open. One of our trip leaders would be with you the entire time, because obviously it's quite a, a potentially dangerous place to be if you're on your own. So we've got our kind of qualified trip staff who'll be with you, and they'll have a key to this door. They'll unlock this metal door, and you'll wander through into this big vast <laughs> Sorry, open chamber. Why, why do you keep it locked? Are, are there passers-by who might steal something? (laughs) No, no, we just like our security, you know. (laughs) We put a lot of time and money into it. We want it to be secure. (laughs) Um, Sorry to interrupt. So you go in the door. No, no, you're fine. You go in through the door, you see this big open chamber, and it's almost like you're stepping into a a bit of a surreal world, really. So we've got four log cabins that we've built, and um, they're on this, like, raised 
deck area. Um, if you have a little look on our on our website, you'll be able to see some sort of promotional photography and things. But yeah, there's these four uh, log cabins on our lovely decked area. There's a lovely little picnic table where the groups will sit and have a bit of a communal evening meal. And um, if you were to follow one of the little, we've basically built a little bridge over this uh, over this drop. Um, and you go over this bridge, follow a passage down that's been kind of excavated by these miners probably a, about a century ago. Um, and this this passage that you go down leads you to another door. This time it's a nice pretty wooden door with some uh, some wood, wooden cladding. So you open that door and then you've got our really romantic grotto that there's a, a nice double bed in there. And it's kind of, what's uh, the best way of putting it? I suppose just this room which is is kind of carved out of rock so you're actually in your room and when you're lying in your bed you'll be looking up at this this rock face above you uh it's it's so cool it's a really hard one to explain yeah but have a look at the photos and uh, uh it, yeah it, it's just incredible even your even your description uh, uh sounds incredible and and this oh, this area down how did you manage even to get log cabins down there and i assume you have lit the place and that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Getting the log cabins down there was the <laughs> the hard part. So, the like I said, the, the passages down there, they're not super tight and squeezy. It's not like going around a cave. So, because mm. it's a mine, um, there were people working in there constantly years and years ago. So, they wanted to be able to walk around without banging their heads and things. So, the passages are relatively open. However, if you were to sort of stand on your tiptoes and stick your arm up in the air, you'd probably be, out, be able to touch the uh, the ceiling in these, these tunnels. Um Obviously, you can't get a log cabin down there as it is, so every single length of wood had to be brought in by hand. So it was just running these uh, this timber up and down through the mine. Well, not up, just down. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, running the timber down through the mine and then running back up through the mine to get some more timber and just basically repeating that process over and over and over again for, for quite a long period of time until uh, until we finally had everything down there and then... We had uh, one of our carpenters, who uh, is also a qualified trip leader, conveniently, um, building the cabins down there um, while we were all running the timber down to him. So it was it was no easy easy task, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, um, and so when the guests get down there, uh, can uh, as I understand it, you can have dinner. Uh, how does that work? So we provide an expedition style meal for them that we'll prepare. Uh, when they get underground so they've got a choice of they could choose a vegan option vegetarian or there are meat options as well and there are multiple different flavors that you can choose in each uh, for each kind of dietary requirement if you like and we'll prep that for them while while they wait so they'll often have um, a bit of a mooch around so the mine leader will take them uh, on a little explore of the surrounding area there's loads of artifacts and um, historical kind of stairways and all sorts of amazing pieces of history really that you can see nearby mm. the deep sleep uh, and while they're doing that one of our other members of staff will will prep the expedition meal and then when you come back to the chamber ready to eat um, it'll all be all be ready for you and we give you a nice kind of crusty roll and some salad with it so it's a, a proper slap up meal but underground <laughs> can you have a drink or is that a bit dodgy no, drinks are fine. Yeah, so when you actually get to deep sleep from your uh, 
from your trek down from the surface, you'll be greeted with a hot drink or the option of a hot drink. So we've got teas, coffees, hot chocolates, decaf options if people don't want to have any uh, any caffeine that late. I meant not like drink drink. Uh, <laughs> I see, the other kind of drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't allow alcohol down there, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> uh, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought that's a safer <laughs> option, really. Are there yeah, t- yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I say, it is a potentially dangerous environment, so we don't really want to be adding kind of alcohol into the mix. <laughs> yeah. Now, are there toilets there? And can you have a shower in the morning? Yeah, yeah. So there are toilets there. Uh, you can't have a shower in the morning, unfortunately. You have to go... Uh, you have to go all the way up to the surface to have one of them, I'm afraid. But, yeah, um, yeah we've got a toilet down there, so um, that is, that's not an issue for anybody. It's yeah. uh, usually one of the first questions that we get asked, actually, is there a toilet <laughs> down there? And they're all, everybody's always really thankful when we say, yeah, don't worry, it's fine. It... Does, uh, does anyone ever go down or get halfway down and then completely freak out? Because you I know, imagine the thought to. of it is, is, uh, might be scary to people. It is. You tend to find that most people who book on have uh, had a little look at the um, the website, so they, they kind of know what to expect. You get people who are nervous, and those nerves quite often kind of disintegrate once you actually get underground, because I think people envisage this like really tight, squeezy, crawly kind of cave, and then once you actually get underground, you go, okay, this place is nice, it's airy, it's well ventilated, there's plenty of room in there, you're in these big open chambers. Um, you just have to pass through a few sort of small tunnel to get to the chambers. So, yeah, most people cope absolutely fine with it, to be honest. Yeah, OK. If, if somebody, Well, I suppose if somebody does freak out, you just, like, hook them up and send them back up top again, I assume. Yeah, well, we'd always have two members of staff on the trip. So if somebody was really not enjoying it, then we could potentially take them out if they wanted to. Um, so, yeah, again, that's that's not an issue, really. We just... Uh, we just we just shoot out the uh, the entrance, really. It takes yeah. a little bit of time to get there, like I say. But, yeah, uh, yeah you'd have to retrace your steps in order to get out. And now, but, yeah, uh, that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, and the most important thing, you do have Wi-Fi down there. Now, now ha- we do. Have you, did you just, like, run a huge wire down there? Or, or how, do, how did you even manage to do that? Yeah, literally, that is what we did. We just ran this massive, long kilometre-and-a-half cable uh, down <laughs> through the mountain uh, following various passages and uh, route. some of it's been laid underwater so um yeah it was uh, another epic getting the uh, getting the cabling in but it was all worth it cuz um now we can all go online and post on instagram and things while we're underground that's the most <laughs> important thing mike morris is operations exactly. <laughs> manager of deep sleep mike thanks a million yeah thanks very much nice to speak to you nice to speak to you too uh, owen wants to know how much do they pay you to stay they don't you pay them uh, to stay uh, oh that's a good somebody else wonders are there lots of creepy crawlies I, I, I don't know, obviously, but um, I would imagine there aren't because it's rock. Uh, you're not like there's not like mud and stuff. But maybe anyone who's done kind of a caving around that kind of stuff, listening, might be able to uh, set us right on that. Uh, Ant in West Cork says, "How long does it take hotel staff to get to work every morning?" Well, I mean, it's not like a, a hotel in the kind of the way you'd usually understand it. So um, presumably they have to go down that. Uh, uh, that big wire from uh, from the surface, uh, like everybody else. But I think what's the, from what he was saying there, it sounds like one person goes down with you, or maybe two people go down with you, and they are kind of look after you for the night. But there's not like uh, people who bring you room service uh, or any of that kind of stuff. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.